0: Hello again, listeners, and welcome to the 27th edition of the Just Checking In podcast. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by VENT, a place where everyone, but especially men and boys, can open up about their mental health issues, break down stigmas, and start conversations. I'm your host, Freddie Cocker, and I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of VENT. As you may know by now, each pod, I check in with a special guest. We have a natter about all things mental health, as well as anything and everything else that they're passionate about. If it helps that person with their mental health, we'll discuss it. On to our special guest now, and this is someone who I actually met when I was a guest speaker at a brilliant event run by the Whole Man Academy. It's fair to say we hit it off straight away, which helps me both from East London, but I was really inspired by his journey and the work he does for other men as well, so of course I had to get him on the pod. I am delighted to welcome Eldridge Cook onto the Just Checking In pod. Eldridge's main profession is in property development and investment. However, he's also a life coach who coaches men to step into their greatness through transformational programs, inspiration and real support. Eldridge, welcome to the Just Checking In pod, mate. First of all, how are you?
1: I'm good. Nice one, Freddie. Nice. One. And I like the presentation. I like... You like the <laughs> make, intro, yeah? Make, I always get a good good compliments good. about the intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's always good. It's so always good. Yeah. You're, you're ready now yeah I'm yeah ready, you're ready to, ready to go. go I love
0: that I love ready that um now we have got a lot to get through on this episode so shall we just crack on let's do it I wanted to get straight into it Ul, you uh on this pod mate so let's kick off by talking your, about your job or your part time sort of profession as a, as a life coach now firstly just tell me how you got into it why you wanted to do it and sort of your inspirations as well
1: right well um, I first wanted to do it because I've always been I've always been that type of person to always help people mm. I've always been that sort of go to guy mm. altruistic um, yeah. yeah yeah there you go with those lovely words mm. yeah I've always been that guy even when i um, I was in retail because I had a business um, a fashion business in, mm. in Leighton High Road mm. and I think when I really realised that the business was coming to an end where I used to get more people coming in asking for advice than buying my garments mm. do you know what I mean so Which is kind of like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, 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 right? So I started to think about that, and um, I studied psychology. That was my first degree. Mm. Um, Your first one? How many have you got? Two. Wow, okay. So you did a master's? Yeah, master's in Mm -hmm. business administration, yeah, MBA. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so it it was like people used to come to me, ask me information. I'd been relatively successful, Mm -hmm. um, you know, compared to the people maybe I've grown up with or whatever. Mm. So it was just something that I felt I really wanted to do, and I wanted to. I've travelled and everything, so I just wanted to kind of. I just wanted to share. Um, so that was when I started to think about you know, life coaching and, and inspiration, motivation mm. stuff, and so that, yeah, mm. that's that's that's. And inspiration-wise, um, yeah, I've just seen a lot of people over the time. I think I've got I've seen people who have not really stepped into their greatness. Mm. So, so, you know, local kind of people mm. who don't really, um, um, some local people who didn't really push it mm. on, and so I
0: comfortable, comfortable, sort of and yeah. I think
1: I didn't want to be just that guy that you come and speak to, but then nothing else. Mm. So, it's been, if I'm honest, it's been I've been looking at this, overthinking it, and mm. whatever, whatever for the last sort of eight years now, mm. and and not being sure mm. what angle, mm. so that the, the men's part. Um, came in at about four years ago when I when I'd kind of done my networking mm, like mm, I do and mm, met a quite influential female mm, um, mot- motivational speaker. Which was she a mentor to you? Mm, or more, more sort, a sort of men- like a a source of inspiration? Maybe. Source of yeah. inspiration. I kind of um, you can see the smile on my mm, face. I kind mm. of. I was talking to her mm, and we mm, kind of got friendly. Mm, do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. so will leave the listeners to decide what that right, means. <laughs> right. So so but she said to me, Oh yeah, there's no there's no men's coaches. Mm. Um you need to get out there and just do some stuff because that's how she is. Mm. You need to get her. So I took that and I started to do some research because I was unaware. Mm. I was unaware of alpha males, mm. I was unaware of everything, because mm. I'm just interested in what I do mm. most of the time. Mm. So I started to research and that's what kind of given me a fine tune into looking at men, and then obviously stats and that start coming mm. up, and yeah. So I've been just tiptoeing sort of from there. Mm. So, so the last sort of four or five years, it's been about trying to speak to men. Mm.
0: And when you were first starting out, what were the main challenges in getting started and, and attracting clients, so you could you could build that base and, and also start making money, I guess, as well, yeah. and, and and building your reputation. Yeah,
1: um, that's an ongoing challenge. Mm. That's an ongoing battle because um if i'm to talk about um where i where i where i come from mm. and sort of like your immediate circles mm. um they may be men like i think men in general find it difficult to mm. talk but then you might get men from certain backgrounds that it's even it's even it's more stigmatized yeah. Yeah? yeah and um, and then when it comes on to the socio-economic meaning the money mm. like if they don't feel comfortable to talk they're mm. definitely not thinking about it's even more of someone. a luxury
0: exactly. if you might make sense <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, So,
1: but they're definitely not looking to pay anyone mm. for that so that that was challenging not because I wanted to stay in one area but I think most business people would agree you kind of start from where you are and then you kind of ripple on out um, so that's an ongoing challenge mm. and um, and yeah. for,
0: for the listeners sort of the, the, the clients that you've got at the moment what are their sort of age ranges are they all in the sort of 20 to 45 age range do you coach men that are perhaps perhaps a bit younger than that or
1: maybe even older than that as well so I think that's the kind of age group that I'm dealing with mm. I think I'm looking at people nowadays in sort of the cor- corporate world or entrepreneurial world mm-hmm. because I think those two are the, like, mm. key key areas. But no, mm. I've got a bit of understanding. I don't really have understand about the corporate world, but I know that people in the corporate world are struggling severely, mm. and they want to hear from people like the you as, well. as well, right? Yeah. Um, the younger the I've, I've done a lot. I've done quite a bit of work around younger people around um, their brand. Um, I, I, I run a um, workshop in wolfham Forest mm-hmm. called. Um, uh, making of the brand, mm-hmm. and that was sort of two young people, mm. young males, um, but it was sort of it is more in a voluntary section mm. sector, and about people getting involved in antisocial behaviour. Mm. So, so that's the younger. So that would be sort of free work, voluntary work. Um, the paid work I, I look to do is in that age group mm. that you suggest, mm. and men above that age if they're comfortable mm. and. Um, they're youthful, I mm. suppose. Still, still, still to feel learn that they and, can, yeah, and yeah, change. And
0: tr- improve and change, yeah. Come and see sure. me, come and see me. Um, on social media, you talk a lot about this concept of, of raise your raw. Now, first of all, what does this concept mean? Yep. How did you come up with it, and, and how do you utilise it as well? Right.
1: When I started um, researching the men's, men's, men's stuff, and I came across the alpha male, mm. and, um, and you might not believe it, because pe- to some people, it's like, yeah, I've always known that term. Mm. I never... Mm. nothing that really came so I looked at it and it was the lion it was this and that and I know it comes it comes it's kind of contentious a contentious mm. kind of it is a contentious term right, I guess yeah right. it can be
0: associated with toxic masculinity right. a lot yeah, yeah. No. yeah
1: but I just looked at the lion mm. and I said well you know what I can look at this I can look at sort of developing the new the new the new age positive masculinity but yeah the new age the yeah. new age yeah. alpha yeah. Mm. the new world alpha mm. I come up with loads of concepts. Mm. Mm. so then I said well let's look at the raw Mm. the raw being let's always try to push ourselves. let's always try to do better let's Mm. shout out let's vent let's Mm. do you know Mm. what i mean Mm. um and then i broke it down further into like realizing that's the r in it optimizing it's all about your attitude your mindset Mm. and then repeat so it's almost a four-step process to Mm. success Mm. if if you'd like and i think that that covers anything that a, a human being wants to do. Mm. So that's the rate. That's it, That's the raise your raw, um, and I just and I, I, it's, it's just me differentiating myself from mm. the marketplace. Mm. It was quite gimmicky and quite cringy to me at the beginning, mm. but the more I put it out there, the more it became real. And and, and a lot of people said, "Well, I like that." Mm. And the feedback
0: you got, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like
1: that. I mm. like that. So for me, um, being a person who tries to have vision and look mm. into the future. Mm. Um, and know if I if I sit around the right people and I get the right platforms, I think I could I could turn that radio into a concept that really people really um, associate with. And we can have the argument about the alpha male mm. and the and the new masculinity. Mm. And just talking
0: about your clients themselves now, without obviously going into, into a lot of detail, what what topics or issues do you sort of help your clients with? Um, now and, and, and how have they perhaps changed since you started the venture as well. Okay. Have you seen new and emerging issues? So for example, you know, when I was growing up, social media wasn't wasn't actually a thing mm-hmm. until I was eighteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um but now you've got seven year olds mm-hmm. having smartphones, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Do you have you seen you know, what are the issues that you've been dealing with before and, and how have they changed with the kind of people
1: that you're um, working I with? I think because obviously it's quite short quite a short space that I've been mm. but I think that um procrastination is something that mm-hmm. I kind of deal with a lot mm-hmm. and then the behind the scenes of procrastination ah, because okay. procrastination comes with a loads of things mm. it can, trauma can mm. you can you can talk about trauma mm. you could talk about self-worth self-esteem mm. and all these sort of things so I think um so far the social media element is just I've just tried to use it as a, as a platform to kind of get mm. out to as people. a tool yeah as a tool mm. um but um, I don't think it's played in in, in in the clients I've had today I don't think it's really played played a role it's, I've just used it to try and get out there um, but most of the people most people I'm trying to show them like we talk mm. and we don't do you know mm. take action mm. um, and, and as I said with a few clients it's all about sort of digging down into the why mm. you're mm. not moving on mm. why you're not doing what you say you were going to do mm. and to flip back on the raw, raise mm. your raw. There's R A W, so that's going into the raw self, mm. the vulnerability. You give it a dual meaning. There you go. Mm. And mm. then the then the raising of the raw is to kind of move on from mm. that raw state. We open up, we find out what yeah. what's going on, mm. and then the 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 R O A R is mm. is the move on. Sorry, yeah. I just that's all right. On. No, I
0: like like that. That's really yeah. It's really good. It's really good. And when you're, when you're coaching these men, are you self-conscious of your own identity as a black man and perhaps young black men that you might have coached? Are you, have you found that um, men of whatever backgrounds, they might have not had a lot of male role, strong male role models in their mm-hmm. lives? You know, what are the sort of sort of intricacies that you found as well? Right,
1: well, I think, I think I have a bit of an issue here mm-hmm. um, because I think because I'm um, a black man and it's important to me that mm-hmm. identity... Mm-hmm. I think I get pigeonholed a lot. Okay. I think even when I had my fashion business, I was pigeonholed. In what, it in what like, sense? It's like the black man with the shop. Okay. The so black people have to sort of buy from you.
0: Um, oh, I see. Yeah. I see. I see where you're coming yeah. from now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because
1: if you, if you, if if we get into the crux of it, when you go down the high road, people who own businesses. Like I, I was also doing urban business. Mm-hmm. So that, mm-hmm. that helped or didn't help, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? but. But you kind of get caught up into there. So when... Say if I say to... Um, if I say to people... Oh, yeah, I'm coaching now. I do men's coaching. Mm. They would automatically say... They'll put me into the younger bracket. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Young people need that. Yeah, yeah, young Okay. Or... Yeah, because black people... Black men mm. need that. Mm.
0: Straight away. Straight away. Without thinking. Without thinking. It's mm. so that subconscious um, bias then. That yeah. subconscious bias. Which is bias. why I try to make my question a bit more subtle. Yeah. Because could, there could be people there. But right. there could also not be people Listen, there.
1: Listen. So, so for me... I'm a man, Mm -hmm. right, and I'm a black man, whatever that means to Mm -hmm. individuals, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So for me, but what I know is the wider issue with men, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's universal. But my story, for me to be an authentic coach, Mm -hmm. I think I want to bring in my blackness Mm -hmm. to show where I would have struggled with certain things, trying to um out um, yeah, but, of yeah, course, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, in, in a modern day society, mm. in society at large, and I think it's a conversation that people, black people, people of color, whatever you mm. want to turn them, keep it to themselves mm-hmm. and feel ostracised. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it doesn't get out, mm. and then I'd be don't move beyond beyond a bubble, and then you can't move yeah. beyond. Mm. So I can't, for for what I know, where I've been, the re- the readings I've done, the 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 the, the, the world I've travelled, mm. I, I can't be that guy, but. For, 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 for listeners out there, sometimes we get trapped. Mm. We just get yeah. trapped and we don't, we don't know how to... Either, I don't even know how to articulate this properly. Mm. So I just said, F it, I'm going to articulate it. Mm. I, but like I, I think we... I, I, I kind of put in an email. I don't mm. want to... Back in the day, they would have said, oh, you've got a chip on his shoulder. Mm. Black bloke got a chip on his shoulder. Mm. Because, you, because you actually have got a feeling about... Mm. Something that's and that was used to, to gaslight you. you, that was used you know, to make I mean, you feel worse, right? Of course, yeah, right. So, chip on your shoulder. So, so me now, I'm, I'm 48 mm. now. <laughs> so, if I can't say what I want to say, w- when you do anything, it's about being your authentic self, right? So, if I'm not being my authentic self, then how can I work with you or work with any men out there? Mm. Naturally, this job must be
0: well, you've got lots of jobs, but it must be <laughs> yeah. all, it must be very encompassing, it's all yeah. encompassing at times, yeah. and mean you might have to work other hours that other people might deem unsociable, so yep. to speak. Um, how do you separate your professional relationship with your clients from your personal life? As I imagine, you must invest a lot of time in them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the things you might hear might be difficult. Mm-hmm. So how do, you, how do you broach that relationship?
1: I think you've got to learn how to detach. Mm-hmm. You've, you, and why you, is that important? Because then you carry, you, you carry baggage. Mm-hmm. We've all got our own baggage. Mm-hmm. So if I take your bags and, her, mm-hmm. bags and his bags and his bags and his bags, then I'm just weighted down mm. and, and I've got my own bags
0: mm.
1: yeah mm. so for me it's and it's not easy I can, mm. it's easy to say it but you detach it's hard for me to do that it was that was what I
0: experienced a lot at the start to invent I wanted to try and be there for everyone and all the yeah. people that written for me but I just can't do it can't do it yeah
1: and I think it's about detachment I think if you listen to like uh, or read Deepak Chopra or the kind of Buddhist kind mm. of movement or whatever or, or there's something, being stoic mm-hmm. and all those terms and I, I don't know about the word stoic. Mm-hmm. No, I
0: hear, the word, I mean, it, it's a, I like the term in principle, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of the time it's used by men's rights mm-hmm. activists mm-hmm. and all these other people as a way of telling men not to
1: open up. Do you see what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, I like well, the mean, term resilience. Yeah, yeah. okay, but, yeah. But, but I think all words... I think we talked about later. I think all words can have s- several different meanings. Mm. So it's the context, the st- isn't the, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's context yeah. of what you use it. So for me, being kind of stoic is like just I want to listen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to be a listener ear Maybe a, a slight coaching kind of a guide, but I don't, yeah. yeah, but I can't. You I want, can't physically I, I want go get with road Yeah, I won't get to the end of them. the road. And it's and it's their experience. It's not mine. So for for me to even take it on, it doesn't make sense because it's mm-hmm. not my experience. I haven't actually physically or mentally gone through the thing. So that's how I would say that, you know, um, for anybody who's out there who does this type of work or for anybody who's going through things, mine is mine, yours is yours. Mm. But we can sit down and come together and work it out. Mm. Problem shared is a problem after and all that.
0: Exactly. You spoke about this idea of confused men, in in, in inverted commas, when we were talking about what we wanted to discuss on the pod um, in this current age. What examples can you give about how you've seen this idea manifest itself
1: uh, confused men mm. hmm. I, I could do take it from several different but i think that i think a lot of definitely like maybe your age group going mm-hmm. up like you actually you're actually being guided by images mm. really like mm. at least i could, this is why i like being 48 now mm. i feel like really powerful mm. Because I know the world before this. Mm. So, yeah, we had images and we were confused to a point. Mm. Um, But I think the confusion now is so much more because you're actually looking and liking, looking and liking, and and you don't even know what it is that you're looking at. So so I think that there's a big confusion with the younger generation. Mm. I think that... um, my age group, like, you only had, even with media, TV and all that sort of stuff, you only had certain It was print and TV. And TV. And that was it, yeah. And remember, and I'm not going to make this all about race, but it could be anything, It's sexual identity, of course, anything. Of course, You, if you only see someone who doesn't look like you and you're trying to be like mm. them, like, that's going hap- to be a confusion. Mm. You're going to start changing uh, who you are. Yeah, but you're going to... Based gonna on gonna someone make, you're not. But you didn't even know who you are in the first place. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the confusion. Mm. You didn't even get like, how do you know where you're going if you don't know where you're coming from? So mm. if you didn't know that starting point, because it's just all oh, this image is thrown at you. Mm. Um, that's why I say, that's, that's what I think um, many men are confused. And then when you go to the older generation, mm. they ain't dare telling you they're confused because mm. you've got so many expectations of them. Mm. This is your uncle, your granddad, your mm. great brother. You know, like those guys... They will never speak of it. That's going mm. to the grave. Mm. But my my my, my uh, analysis and my observation of this life, travelling around mm. and whatever, whatever, I just think people are confused. Mm. They're confused, and they're not allowed to say because you're, they're men. Because it's a stigma. Yeah, yeah. I can't even. I had, I'm granddad Luke, or mm. I'm da da da. How can I say? I don't. I don't actually know. Mm. How can I say that? And we've won wars and we've mm. done this and mm. we've football and rugby mm. and mm. Uh, this hard. So there's a confusion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I hope that answered
0: the question. No, I, I, I think it's a good answer cause, and, I, and I see exactly where you're coming from where now I think men from a younger and younger age are given more and more when it, got, when it comes to social media and the expectations are higher. They're exposed in an online public sphere quickly mm. or more quickly mm-hmm. and there's pressure when Someone comes at you to maybe resort to violence straight mm-hmm. away or mm-hmm. someone comes at you to, I don't know, do something that you, shouldn't, you wouldn't mm-hmm. have normally done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just building from this, mm. how have, you been, have you been on any sort of mental health-specific related training that you've gone on to improve your human, human interaction skills as a life coach? And if you have, what did you gain from them?
1: Um, as I said, I studied psychology. So mm. Let's go from phase. that. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. So my first phase, I studied psychology. When I studied psychology, I didn't even know what I was doing. It was just my, was just my ambition mm. to get a degree. Mm. It always comes back, for me, it always comes back to where I came from. Mm. And the That's what I was about to say as well. You, or, yeah, yeah mm. so, so, so I went and done that degree. And then I started to realise that, you know what? People study people. Like, so all this was going on around, they've studied this. Mm. It's been studied. So it was, so I think my, when you talk about paradigms and schema mm. and, mm. you know, like... Mm. Um, human computer inter- yeah. like people have studied that's it. what you nerded out on basically right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and I didn't even know I was a nerd I thought <laughs> I was just like from out here but I, I really had an interest in it and then from there um, I think oh, sorry, I went off and done the masters in business but when I used to do when I, when I started my first business my business was mobile mm. right so basically I would close in my boot mm. like no prettiness like buy the stock go out and go all around London mm. so I was interacting with people from all walks of life. Mm. All walks of life. So it was just the people I knew. You were the real life only fools and horses in many ways. There respects. you go. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. But but for me, what I learnt and I did market trading. Mm. When you learn in the market, you're in the marketplace. Mm. So you deal with everybody, people from different countries, mm. different... Mm. And that's what, if I'm honest, that's how I, my, my real... It was like life training. Life yeah. training. Yeah. And, and, and so people can be official. That's why I say I've studied. If mm. you want to check me there. Yeah but I've got life skills. Mm. So for me as a life coach, I'm almost going to say you can't test me. Other people (laughs) come along and say, oh, I've got... And I even heard some um, coaches yesterday, I've got this model and the green and the blue and the pink Mm. and this tool and Mm. that tool, but I'm like, yo, I've done people. (laughs) I've done people. I've Mm. done people. Um, And that's what I was able to learn. Then then when I did some community work, I did a um, conflict... Resolution mm. MVQ or something mm. like that. Um, that was intended for young people who were getting involved in sort of fights ba- anyway, and anti social behavior. Ba- ba- yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's still people stuff. Mm. So that was about, I mean, four years ago. Um, but as I said, I travel and I'm, I'm around and I go into different, I, you know, I go into different so- social circles mm. and I, I can always engage, even when I met yourself. Mm. When I met you, it was very, this is what you don't know. I'm mm. gonna tell you okay, now. go on. Go on. I'm interested. So we, we ha- had the event and you mm-hmm. told your story mm-hmm. and I listened and, um, it's and you chatted to me and you had that horrendous moustache as well. So right. I appreciate that. There you that. go. Yeah. Well, always like,
0: did it for supporting November. <laughs> November so, <laughs> yeah.
1: But like, but then what happened was I said to you, I heard something in your, in your accent. Is it mm-hmm. like, Yeah, sure. something in your accent and the story. So I said, which part? And you said, Laten's time. But as soon as you said latency, I said oh, that's me, the whole thing changed. Mm. The way we started to speak to each other mm. changed. You wouldn't get it, but I walked, I went away and I said, like, and I keep going back to age, I'm 48 and you're 25. Five. Yeah. Right? And I said, look at that communication, like bang. Mm. That communication stems from when I was growing up. Mm. That that whole vernacular yeah, and all yeah. that, do you know what I mean? The lexicon, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was like this is magical, mm. but I I know that somebody my age, who maybe came from Latin Stone, mm. we wouldn't have hit off like that. So it's a, so there's something in the in where things are now. Mm. Um, it's so, place. It's having that affinity with that place, right? Yeah, and that and and the, and the
0: Psycho- thought, it is a psychological thing. Yeah, it must have been. And it's yeah.
1: urbanization. Mm. Which, remember, for me, going back, and this all comes into mental health, and you've made me, like, start to really think about that. That... Culture, that talk, that mm, that mm, that banter—it mm. was really like you only do it in small corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what yourself. it is. Even just yeah. in
0: some parts of East London, I'd right. be on a train and whatever with my mates, and we're talking. and We have our own little like, sort of language yeah, yeah, and yeah, lexicon, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. we'll meet someone from South, yes. and they won't even know right. like the kind of lingo that we're chatting. Do you right. know what I mean? So yeah. yeah.
1: Right. So when that happened, I was like, "Wow, this guy's twenty-five and three, and we just gone bang," and. To me, it was like I thought about it for long after because I'm like no, mm. that, the, the people stuff. Mm. But so, so that's my point. Like life, that's the training in terms of training. it's Life training, man.
0: Mm. I'm loving this tangent, by the way. Yeah. It's great.
1: Yeah, life training. <laughs> um, there you go.
0: That that really just answered my next question, which was about sort of the skills that this, this job has enabled you to have. Um, sort of social media skills, empathy. Um, and all that sort of stuff, which I think has really helped you develop mm. as well. For, for anyone listening to the pod who, first of all, wants to follow your work, mm-hmm. where can they go? Um, so
1: I'm on Instagram, Cook one Excellent. Um, we'll put a link to that in the description of the pod. Right, no problem. And um, Facebook, EldridgeCook. Um, struggling to certain points mm-hmm. of that, but I think, I think for me, again, because of the way I am, the people... The genuine people who mm-hmm. are genuinely open and vulnerable and want to talk mm-hmm. and discuss is what's going to make the, the, mm-hmm. the, the social media pop, mm-hmm. as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's where I am. I'm, um, I haven't gone into this TikTok business. <laughs> I think we, we, we're both going to have to eventually because <laughs> yeah. the reach on that is ridiculous. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, so no TikTok at the moment. But, yeah, that's, that, that's where you can reach me. And I've got the website. is www.eldridgecook.com. Com. Excellent.
0: And for any young men, or just men in general, mm-hmm. who might be listening to this pod, who might be confused, mm-hmm. or just might be struggling at mm-hmm. some point in their lives, what
1: message would you give to them? Right. I would say to them, it's about being yourself, which is a very difficult place to get to. took times, me a long time to. think about being yourself. You can't be no other brother. Mm. That's it you can't be anyone else and even if it takes you if if someone could have told me that or told you that we would have probably argued it but Mm. at least there's a starting point Mm. Um, anything that you see out there that's them that's not you Mm. so try and be I think they've used the word vulnerable vulnerable, Mm. but boy Mm. that's a big word and Mm -hmm. it's hard to kind of like (laughs) okay I'm going to be vulnerable but take some time out Mm. Go and walk in the park. Do people still do that? I'm not sure. Feed the ducks or something. Take yourself out of the noise mm. and do some me time. And that all sounds... sound all Yeah. It might sound all yeah. like that-ish. And if you're a certain type of... If you've grown up in a certain type of environment, really alpha male, toxic mm. or whatever you... It might... For some say, walk in the park and self-care... It might, might be, be alien. Yeah. yeah. You'd be yeah. like, no, that's moist mm. or whatever they say mm. these days. But I'm saying, <laughs> as a, a... Yeah. Take some time out yourself and breathe
0: we've talked about Eldridge Cook the life coach now I want to talk about your own journey now okay. so first of all just talk me through your early life in East London your teenage years any sort of mental health experiences that you went through and the Eldridge we meet at this point wow cool it's a long time ago so it's a little while without, without, without insulting you
1: yeah, it's a little while <laughs> it's a little while um yeah, um, Forest Gate, went over to Leighton, mm-hmm. Oliver Close Estate, next door to Leighton Orient. Um, I was there till I was about five. We had a fire in the, in the flat, moved up to Kettle Road Estate, mm-hmm. Leighton um, Those days were happy days playing in the Adventure Playground. Mm. Anybody who's from Leytonstone Will know what that Adventure Playground City, is. Adventure yeah. like, like, so that was it. That was, that was childhood. Um, went to school... Those days were the good days mm. because you didn't think about anything but playing out. Marbles, conkers.
0: We're going old school now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and chasing girls all over the estate. That's what it was. Mm. That's, what, that, that's what that part was about. Mm. Um, I, think, I think then we, 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 we leave junior school mm-hmm. and go into secondary school.
0: And where did you go? And, where did you go to school in
1: Lanesdown? Um, was it
0: Lanesdown High
1: or no Lake? A school
0: called Lake House. Oh wow! Okay, close it down. Now. Close it down now. It's opposite
1: to Tom Hood. Oh okay, yeah, right? yeah, I know. Tom Hood changed now. I don't think they've changed. But I went to Lake House, and Lake House was an interesting place because this is when you nowadays they call it Year Seven. Mm-hmm. It was the first year. Then. Okay, right. So went went there, um, and I'm going to say as a popular guy. Okay. I'm going to say I was a popular guy. I was a popular guy. How I felt about myself, I'm not too sure about, but I knew I was a popular guy, so I ran with it. Mm. I was quick with the mouth, and this is where it goes back to when you spoke about your school time, it resonated. And I was like, mm. how does this, is that what school's still like? Mm. But I would have been one of those guys that, but I might be smashing, you know, like mm. in terms of talk, that's mm. banter now mm. or whatever. But, I, but again, in reflection, I realised that I was quick with my I wasn't a fighter because it's about the best mm. fighter in the school mm. the that. was what my school was like, I yeah. Definitely weren't a fighter, but you're not coming to trouble me because I got quick mouth. You could I looked the part, yeah, yeah. They pipes them, you got yeah. them like me. Mm. So that's it. But I think without going too deep, there was a lot of things going on in my home. Mm. That at that time, you used to like I was just dealing with it mm. on the hop. So it was a mask you are putting on, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, now, in, in, in retrospect. But at the time, I was a cool guy. Mm. But I, my mouth was fast. I might annihilate you with my mouth, but I realised that, boy, you was hurt. Mm. So you, you may be hurting to protect your own self from what's going on in your own life. So that comes down to being like the single parent. You know, is a single. If you go to the website, I'm open with that mm-hmm. part of the story. Um, it's come from a single parent household. And actually, having a lot of responsibility, mm. being a man when you're a boy, mm. how about that? Mm. <laughs> and and did you have any siblings at the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. So so this is what I'm saying. So I was the I'm the oldest. Okay. And so I had so it was me, three brothers and a little sister.
0: Oh wow! So yeah. you're one of five. I'm one of five. Wow! I'm one of four, so yeah, I can share yeah, that share yeah, that big family yeah, yeah. sort of so, identity. So that, yeah. So mm.
1: so and this is all looking in retrospect, you know, because mm. at the time I was just doing everything I had to do. So. Um, it's on the website. My biological dad left when I was about two. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, st- uh, you know what they call a stepdad, mm-hmm. and he was not the best. Mm-hmm. He was not the best. There was physical, mm-hmm. like all this sort of stuff. Even me saying it, it's like come from the culture that I'm from. Mm. You're not supposed to talk your business, mm. but I'll break that because I think this is why a lot of people go into adult life confused. To go back scarred to the yeah. all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. So, so as I said looking at it all in retrospect I I, um, I was going through a lot mm. as a young person sounds
0: like it yeah,
1: yeah. now when I, now I'm an adult and I sit on uh, like sometimes I sit on boards and whatever yeah. and they talk about you know intervention and mm. this and that and yeah. all this stuff I was like yo in my house like, it, it, some of the stuff that went on like, it might have been flagged up mm. but it was like you don't talk about anything mm. or was normal to you. you yeah yeah definitely yeah. It, it, yeah definitely so 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 that was that so as I said and I went from kind of floating through school life got to then I went off to mm. I left Lettingstone because we moved to Chinkford but I went okay. to school in Walthamstow quite mm. strange mm. I always used to go to schools that weren't on the the next step was mm. to go to somewhere else and then I really was like the cool guy mm. because now you're getting older now you're 14 15 affiliation with the female sex mm. and whatever you still didn't really know what you were doing but this is what you're supposed to do so you're going to do it. Like, well you, know, you pretend like you know what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, um, yeah this, and, and, and this is where my relationship, I realised that like a lot of guys, men or whatever, boys or whatever, they kind of, I had friends and, but there was that other thing like, because you can get the girls, I kind of don't like you. And you can talk. It wasn't the reverse. It wasn't like you can get the girls, so
0: I'll be friends with you because I might learn off you. Yeah, Do you know nah, what I mean? It wasn't that. Nah. Okay. It was
1: like kind of it was a jealousy. I kind of got a uh, a little name kind of borough wide as the guy who could get the girls. But to mm. me, it wasn't really. I wasn't actively seeking this. Mm. I was just living, mm. right? Mm. But enjoying like you know, of course, being young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. yeah, yeah. That, so that was fine. But this is kind of. I'm kind of talking in retrospect when I look at. And then I hear the stories, I was a guy that if I'm on a bus. I remember one time, years on, people said to me like that do you know when my boyfriend used to tell me, I've got to look the other way when you was on the other bus. It was all like that. Oh wow. It was crazy. I could talk to you about it and I'm grown, it's not mm. a thing like but I'm this is what young men have to go through. Mm. In the school environment, mm. and, that sort. and the school bus is a,
0: is a big, is a dangerous place right. for a lot of
1: people. Right. <laughs> so, so I went through it, but as like I said, I was kind of a cool guy. Mm. So, by having to have a couple of fights with those who really couldn't bear mm. me, and I couldn't fight, so I got, I got, I think I got beaten up once by the best fighter, the head butted or something mm. like that. But my girl took me to her house and she patted down my nose, <laughs> and it was all good. Yeah. Um, and we're children. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're children. You know, mm. but like. They're about fifteen, and you do. I remember being in a club in a, in a, you know, when you've got to watch a, a film at the end mm. of the, and I'm in there like it's popcorn and thing mm. with a girl like, like what did that look like to the teachers? Yeah, you know that. that but I, that's your world though. You know, you know nothing else. That, that, yeah, so yeah, you're doing that and, and um, yeah. So you go out and then. You got those kind of little kind, that's when I started to look at men's relationships mm. with men. Mm. Like, oh, and that's when I'm 15, 16. Mm. What they call haters, and I'm like, wow, why do people, because I don't hate no one. Mm. But for, for the, I might have had the upper hand on them in their mind mm. at that time. Boom. So you've gone through school, no GCSEs, mm. or very low GCSEs, because mm. one, you're preoccupied with that. You don't understand the value of education. Of the education. Yeah and there was, and was probably also
0: an academic environment I would right.
1: imagine and the mo- it was more important to be popular mm.
0: than to actually get educated people got onto people got onto people in my school if you got A's right. that's what it was it was complete right. the antithesis right. of academia
1: right so I remember you saying all that and that, as I said it made me reflect on these things even harder I've, I've reflected over the years but for people now and I've got children now and I've tried to encourage them about education mm. Mm. and the stuff that goes like the social stuff it's, mm. it's going to all change mm. what you're going to make real today is not going to be real tomorrow but who feels it knows it mm. but yeah so, so, so I got to I left school no, no real um, qualification I've done some YTSs do you know what that is? Mm, I've Youth heard the name Youth Training Scheme Youth Training, schemes. Youth okay. training scheme. Okay. so I was an ambitious kind of character and this is where um, stereotypes kind of kick into my mm. life I knew that. I'm now understanding that people do crime <laughs> and like there's a, there's a, there's a stereotype for young black boys even from then to not spend It's been really time immemorial be, hasn't it really? Right. right. To not really do too well. Um, Especially was, urban right? young black boys I guess right? as well. And there was, but, but at that time it's funny, urban is new because we were just, we were just the black boys mm. and we create, I'm going to go as far as saying this, we created my age group created what's now become really popular because we had that sort of talk we had that thing we mm. kind of we came from Jamaican backgrounds Ghanaian mm. name backgrounds mm. whatever whatever we came with the musical flow we came mm. with sound systems mm. we came with toasting. and it was mm. all of that what you see now and everyone's like it's Glastonbury mm. that started in them days mm. see what we're calling gang and like violence and like people used to get like rushed and all sorts of stuff then but no one cared it wasn't mm. no one cared it was just no one was supporting on it it was just a, yeah, it yeah. Was a subculture just work it out for yourself mm. it was underground but, but for yeah. me that's right so for me like, like the music like mm. everything so me still being alive now at 48 I'm looking at wow look at how things have really developed and changed mm. and whatever so yeah so you go through and you, 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 the stereotypes are coming now and I'm like nah didn't do, do too well in school but you know what I'm going to do and this is my mum now this is my mum's effort work Mm. Get some work. Just work. Don't mm. be hanging out and doing whatever. Work. So I started to work. And I actually, I moved from Leightonstone. And when I used to go back to Leytonstone, I saw my friends doing, at that time, like nicking car stereos and mm. all that. And I was like, this was the kind of... Like, this
0: could have been me in inverted commas this or... This could
1: have been me, but I'm, I'm, this could have been me and also, we don't do this, mm. do we? <laughs> because when I was about we didn't do that mm. we had laugh and joke football conference I told mm. you that but now I'm seeing that like, crime like yo like, what is this mm. and in my head for whatever reason and whatever doctrine I got because even my real dad who wasn't present but he, he used to live in America so he used to send messages mm. that you know and once and a couple times I've visited him in New mm. York because uh, he lived in New York yeah. and he bought me a book Malcolm X mm. and if you're aware of mm-hmm. Malcolm X of course, I the watch the film and all that sort of stuff so it, I kind of had a different kind of and that's why when we we'll get mm. to the name I had a kind of different background thing going mm. on so you learned like about the Nation of Islam and all of his teachings I, did, I didn't no, no no just the okay. Malcolm X from before t- pre that before that yeah one. okay and then that dilemma
0: mm.
1: right so I had that but it was a little it was a book that I, my dad got me from Harlem yeah, oh wow I remember It was a little authentic book, you it was get a, it was a children's book of Malcolm X I oh okay that. Children's, children's book about Malcolm Yes. Yeah. 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 Children's book. So was it like young adult?
0: Was it literally aimed at like? No, I'm was, trying to think so 10, about 11. how it was written. Yeah, yeah, but no,
1: no, it was written in no, no, it was written for a childlike kind of thing because I just remember it talking about him being, you know, being involved in stuff, and then but it wasn't the hard stuff. So that's why they, the, the, the the nation and all that mm, stuff wasn't mm. in it. It was just showing this mm. man, this icon, and and I remember I had that in the back of my mind, and it was just like no. Crime, stealing, breaking into stuff, no. And then, crack came. Mm. Crack came. Yeah, in, people... Into latest only. Into later 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 later. Later. yeah. That's yeah. how my story goes. Mm. Mm. Crack came. Came to wolfen Forest. Mm. So, so I've gone to the workplace. The acid wave scene came. Mm-hmm. Um, drugs came. So people now, those who were coming from these disenfranchised background and all that mm. sort of stuff, they started to buying drugs and be mm. selling them and mm. making loads of money then you had the guys who would like be doing burglary it mm. got all mad mm. all of a sudden in my mind mm. but I was just doing my YTS mm. and feeling like she felt all detached got, from it detached mm. I like, mm. got money though you know like mm. that one oh, <laughs> man,
0: man. Yeah, the fear of missing like, out like, yeah. yeah like.
1: Mm. But so, so that went on like a few years but as I said people really were going out there making mm. big money driving big cars doing all of that what you see in the movies mm. I don't think that story's been told, that one. I don't think mm. it's been told. This modern-day top boy and all that's been mm. told. But not the 80s version. Yeah, and it was an 80s version. Crack came to... I remember watching um, one of the news channels say, mm. Crack cocaine, was terrible drug, mm. tearing down America. And then the mm. next minute, like a few years later, it was in England. And my question was, well, you knew it was bad. Like, how, did we get, how did it get here? Mm. And then comes all the questions on who brings in drugs and all of that sort of stuff mm. comes in and then those images start getting projected there you go mm. so, 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 so that was it so I got into the working world um, I worked for a few years I worked for a bank I worked um, I did some surveying worked for a surveyor's company but I obviously wasn't really I wasn't comfortable in any of them jobs this is where I suppose the itch of entrepreneurialism was scratching me mm. because I would go into a place want to learn everything now want to get on the top of my game and now I want to be the manager but that didn't seem to be the case. Mm. Was there barriers there? Yeah, there was yeah. barriers. But, 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 but again, if anybody would... If I would have spoken about this to anybody... They, they would have said have the said, chip on the
0: shoulder thing. Chip on the shoulder, yeah. or
1: you're just young. Or you're mm. just young. Like, you're young. Be patient. Be yeah. patient. Yeah. So it wasn't the environment for me. Um, so I moved around a, you know, a couple of times career-wise. And then, um, but then, I, found, then, then I found fashion. Mm. Then I found fashion.
0: Before we talk about fashion now mm. I just wanted to really touch on your name because it's, it's almost very regal in it's I had to google okay, regal yeah I had to google it what for the listeners you, you discussed with me when we first met about it as well but for the listeners just give me a bit of background on it
1: so my name is Eldridge Cleaver Cook mm-hmm. um and my dad named me after um a political activist, Eldridge Cleaver, and and, and an author um, from the nineteen sixties, and he 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 was the leader of the Black Panther Party, mm-hmm. um, and, and 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 a little while after was exiled and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. But yeah, my dad, forward-thinking old oh, fellow he, he was and still is, um, named me after Eldridge Cleaver, a pol- political activist, and so I don't know. If he, if that was planted in the back of my subconscious, mm. um, so every day I've had to, because that name when I was younger, point, mm. I used to hate people saying it in the register, oh, it was really? so different. Mm. You know, like every day you kind of. So you sweat. don't want to be different, do
0: you? Nah, I, mate, no. mate, mate. Look at my surname. Yeah. Imagine me. imagine <laughs> you know, me they in say in the that? register. Yeah. Yeah.
1: To, in the morning, every day. Yeah. Eldridge. Yeah. And everyone else was named John, Sally, Bob, whatever, mm. David. Mm. And I was Eldridge. I just, I just thought about that. But yeah, that's 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 who he named me after. And um, many people don't even know that to this very day. Mm. And a lot of people, when I phone up to do whatever business, whatever, mm. they always say, "Yeah, in your first name." So now my first name's is Eldridge. They mm. so think David of it as like a surname. surname. Yeah. So that's who I'm named after. Mm.
0: Going on to fashion now. Talk to me just a bit about how you got into it, um, what those experiences were like when you when you became when it became a professional part mm. for you, and the sort of challenges that you had to navigate, and then how your journey followed after it. Yeah. Basically,
1: well, like I say, fashion, and, I, and I, I say fashion because I was selling clothes, but in, I, I think really and truly, what what the reality was is that I wanted to find a way of making money. Mm. I wanted to find a way of making money and being somebody. Mm. And uh, as, I, as I said to you before, there was all this crime wave going on and people were getting money or whatever. So mm. I, I, I think I just understood that. I, I, I didn't know anything about business. Nothing mm. at all. I didn't know what, what business even was. Entrepreneur... To be an entrepreneur is modern talk. In them days, like you mentioned it, only fools and horses and all that was mm. something. And I didn't even align to that because they were mm. from Peckham and mm. they were like white guys or mm. whatever, whatever. So I... Realised that you can as simple as this and then anybody who wants to run a business because business businesses become overinflated and very difficult theoretically I learned that you could buy something for 10 and sell it for 20 simple I found wholesalers which I didn't know about in Allgate Commercial Road mm-hmm. and these were guys most of the time like Asian Pakistani guys who used to wholesalers you could go in I started with 50 pound me and my friends started £50 pound each we bought some I don't know some sort of uh, short sets which, whichever was popular at the mm. time it wasn't even name brand or whatever and I bought them and I went out and I started saying hey which they would call sales mm. i like I think you would like this Da-da-da-da. I'm selling these for £20 pound, and I kept doing it and doing it and doing it my friend dropped out because he wouldn't get up early in the mornings and mm. I was passionate about this thing I found a way Mm. of being my own boss, my own self and whatever. And I just kept doing it. And then I diversified into different um, product lines. Um, I started to travel to America and buy it. This -hmm. is where it got into the urban fashion times. Mm -hmm. You're way too young for this, but brands like FUBU, Academics, um, Inichi, these are um, Rockaware, this Mm. is Jay-Z and Damon Dash, Mm -hmm. and all these Mm -hmm. guys are big, they're older than me now, but that's what they were doing at that time. And I I found, I could go to America, and I remember my dad was in America before. Mm. So he that trip, that trip at 10 and 11 that he gave me, afforded me, I kind of went back there and that was now a place where I'm doing business. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, and, and again, exchange rates were different then. So you, $2, one pound was nearly $2. Mm. So I found angles. Mm. None of this was academic at that time because I didn't, I didn't learn anything. I just, I, I made sense of it as I moved. Mm. And I believe that people can still do that, but now they've got extra information. But I, and that's what I did, and so I started to bring, I started to import UK fashion, but I was bringing it in my suitcase and bringing it back to England. And I was going to, I was going to America maybe every, I was going to New York maybe every six weeks for mm. a period of three or four years. Wow, yeah. Um,
0: we also spoke off air about how you wanted to talk about the numbers of, of black men and women in. Um, mental institutions as well as prisons now just tell me a bit about that and and why from a mental health perspective this is an important discussion point
1: very important because um, I think that we talk about mental health now and I think it's very current and on trend
0: I hate the word on trend as well because it means it's going to it's going to stop or people are Talking about it because it's a trend. If yep. that makes sense, yeah. Mm. And
1: I put, and that's why I pr- brought this point. Mm. And because of you, that's why I said I'm going to bring this point to you. Mm. And I said to you, um, I'm 48, but I'm 25 really. Mm. And you just don't know. But m- me saying that it's not. Oh, I'm an old man. I know mm. more than you know. Mm. But what I'm saying, when I grew up, when I and I and I heard anything about mental health. Mm. You it think
0: was of uh, an institution, wouldn't you? Institution.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to bring another part of my life in. Where first it was when you're young on these estates, you'd always have a local, so to you, madman. Mm. But he was or inverted commas nutter, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. All those sort of stigmatised terms. There you terms, go. Yeah. And that's all. And, and I remember being wow, I could never ever. This is I was just scared. Mm. <laughs> I used to see him mm. be just horror. That mm. was the worst thought mm. of feeling. And you me. think, how can you get like that, wouldn't you? Can? Yeah, right. yeah. But then I did. I studied psychology, didn't I? So I did a, um, maybe they call it intern, some voluntary work Mm -hmm. in a mental health charity that Mm -hmm. used to send me into Claybury Hospital. Mm. So I started to go into Claybury Hospital and do mental health work. Mm. So you know, like my life, So became exposed to it? Exposed. But then I saw it from a different thing, but then there was that, then then it comes back to um, the reasons why I talk about and over um you know the high numbers yeah over representation so to there speak yeah. yeah um is because i'm thinking well people are talking about mental health now and it's almost like based on that a soft kind of approach so mm. you didn't even think about it because it's over. you're not a nutter or a madman like then then you're good mm. That's what it was. There was no was, spectrum. There was spectrum. either one extreme right. or nothing. Right. So then it comes back. So then I start to have to go back to hopefully the viewers are not getting bored of this. Being from that background, um, culture, or whatever, like people are, because they're not being able to be themselves, maybe a lot of the time, it's having a major impact mm. on them. Mm. And they're not being able to speak about things that may have happened to them, um, not being a. a, a a culture that anybody's really paying attention to. You're a problem, mm. if anything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, mental health, if you look at the numbers, compared to the amount of people, even in the, you know, of that community, and then you, and then you look at the other side, of, like the prison population, mm-hmm. there's only three black people left, walking up and down. I'm one of them. <laughs> and I'm here to tell the tale. <laughs> but, but it, 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 when you reflect on that, when you reflect on that, if you're not a part of that, you wouldn't think about that. I'm an entrepreneur, my own businessman, I'm my own self-made man. So I, I'm boring. So I can have time to think about this sort mm-hmm. of stuff. So when we're talking about mental health now, when you come, anybody who knows anybody or that, that from that culture, you can't talk about stuff in, 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 in a black house. To, mm-hmm. Sorry for any, if I'm generalizing for anyone, please don't come, mm-hmm. at, come at me. I'm just trying to give a view. Um, you're not encouraged to speak about thoughts, feelings, whatever, mm. and then you're a man. You're definitely not allowed to talk mm. about that. So it's double whammy. Mm. So when you look at the nut, and then you're from a poor background, you're it's just, from a it just builds. Place. Yeah. So when I hear mental health now, I'm like, nah, no, man, that means that. But but no, it doesn't. It means like any other health, you have to check in.
0: Mm. Good brand. Good brand uh, right? recognition there. I like that. Right.
1: And, and but, but I think i 'm just going to because it 's the authenticity um I just think like, when you look at those numbers, anybody that you see today who aren't who aren't who are people of color be empathetic because they 're going through that then you 've got people who are like sports people musicians mm-hmm. whatever i don 't i don 't know unless it 's coming from a real activist perspective who's having a universal conversation about this Mm. I'm trying I'm trying but you brought me on here today Mm. and that's what I said to you like for me this is why I would actually there's certain podcasts that I wouldn't have this conversation and maybe I'm going to be honest if it's in if it's a podcast for the black community Mm -hmm. I may not do it Mm. because I don't want it to be pigeonholed I don't want it I want it to this needs to be spoken out Mm um in a wider universal thing because Mm. it doesn't it's take color out of it Mm. it's what happens to people who are ostracized and Mm. feel that they don't belong and all of that sort of stuff that's what has an effect and meant well
0: and that's really important and and i appreciate you know your your words about that because it's something that i felt very strongly about when i started it i wanted to have an intersectional podcast Mm. which meant that i wanted to have not just white men Mm -hmm. but black men Mm -hmm. asian men Mm -hmm. whatever whoever i can get on Mm -hmm. that can give not just the listeners different perspectives but me different perspectives you know i'm conscious that i've been to two very very multicultural schools Mm -hmm. um i'm conscious that i've been probably exposed to experience that other people haven't been to, good and bad Mm -hmm. and i can reflect on that now Mm -hmm. but i've also got a lot to learn i can never stand still and be like oh i think i've Because I've had these experiences, I know everyone and I can... You've always got to learn, you've always got to improve. You also talked to me, Elle, about this idea about these stereotypes causing mental fatigue. Mm. What What did you mean by
1: that? Listen. Even now, like, when you're just, just, like... People don't expect anything different from mm. that. Remember the car BMW? See, these things are coming out my mm. head. The car BMW, at mm. one stage, there was a thing here, Black Man's Wheels. Mm. But that Black Man's Wheels was you're a drug dealer, you get BMW. And so if you get a BMW and you're not a drug dealer, like you're matched in with the drug dealers. So it's. It's. It's, 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 it's a constant it's a, battle, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, constant. Mm. When, when you. Like, for me. I've given you, remember, I've studied psychology, master's, I've travelled the world, blah, 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 but I don't think I'm, I'm um, I don't think, people still have to pigeonhole me mm. when I meet them. Mm. I'm six foot three, so they might say basketball, they might, like, I'm kind of athletic in a way, but mm. not, not anywhere uh, near as an athlete, but I've got a kind of shape or whatever when mm. I go to the gym, so people say, oh, you're a runner, you're this you mm. that. It's the subconscious it, bias. Right, yeah. even when I do bloody 10K runs and mm. all that, right? I think I'm better looking than this guy that I'm going to mention. But, like, you go through, and if you go to, I don't know, Park Run or, mm. you know, do these 10K culture stuff, because mm. I live out that way, mm. right? You're running sometimes, you're like, yeah, Mo Farah! Oh, God. Wow. Really? Like, really? But, if I look around, I'm the only black guy. And the only black guy you know who does running. It's is a stereotype,
0: Mo- which is well, so Mo Farah did, or Ethiopian, Kenyan yeah. runners. No, 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 not yeah. even
1: that deep, bro. Not even you, that deep. You're deep. So you've gone to look around, and, because I'd actually have some facial um, features of an Ethiopian, because I've mm. been into, in Africa before, and mm. people say, oh, you from Ethiopia, mm. blah, blah, blah. So I get that. Mm. But they're, not, so they're just saying the basics. Oh, I see. So they're not, even, they're not even, right, okay. Mo' foro. Mm. <laughs> That's what i say But I'm saying, so it can, some people so So the fatigue. But I know a lot of men, my age, older, whatever, they're just stuck to what they know. Mm. they've stuck to what they know from then to now so in my opinion sometimes they've not grown Mm. they've just but they're not going to speak about it but that's what I talk about fatigue Mm. because you're actually now you've got to talk about back in the day when you were this or that but you're kind of living the same old thing and young people are coming up the world's changing technologies here or whatever you may not have travelled or you might have gone back to Jamaica or Mm. Barbados or whatever Mm. but you're just not moving Mm. Um, so to me that's the fatigue and I know if Comes back to the statistics on mm-hmm. men in general. Mm-hmm. Men don't go to therapists and all that anyway. So people from that culture who've got it's all of even that, more, way, la- even more, even less likely to.
0: Yeah.
1: it's a universal story because you're gonna, you can, you can, you can have the same story in different mm. sets of people. But I'm not of those sets of people, so maybe I'm not the best spokesperson. But I'm just trying to push. This is, this is the example. But I want to push it universally because we're only just human beings we're all we're, we're, we're men or women or mm. women who were just living in this um, Judge Rinder was at the, mm. the, the mm-hmm. w, WMA yesterday and he just at this, this, this um, stage just mm. all an act mm. do you know what I mean so mm. I'm just I'm coming from my perspective to share to other people to push out so like when I say mm. Mo Farah like, the, I look at the people and smile. Mm. I give them a small, of mm. smile because I know they, they, they don't know what they're saying. Mm. They don't understand. They don't understand those different. racial stereotypes. They yeah, yeah, it. just so, see it. It's so entrenched that they just do it. So mm. I, but I'm, I would like to say I'm, I've tried to push out the boundaries mm. and look at things differently. I can have stereotypes about white men. Mm. And probably in certain circles, I'd probably use them. So I know it goes on. Mm. So I'm not here to say woe is me mm. woe is the black man and so on mm. and so forth but that's why I gave you those book titles mm. to, 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 to give evidence mm. of, of, of this reality mm.
0: yeah. and we'll talk about those later sure. in the pod um, I think it's really it's really an eye-opening point you said there because that the idea of, of fatigue is something that I can't relate to from a racial perspective mm-hmm. but from a I, I sometimes and it's, I've only just thought about this now it's almost like personality fatigue you see what I mean? Hmm. The assumptions that people make about hmm. you, and I don't get that from a racial point of view, mm-hmm. but if people always make that, oh, you're really loud, mm-hmm. blah, 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 mm-hmm. you need to tone it down, blah, mm-hmm. that is the most triggering mm-hmm. thing you could say to me. So mm-hmm. if you then added that layer mm-hmm. of racial stereotypes, mm-hmm. I mean, God, anyone mm-hmm. would anyone would get sick of it. It's a lot. So it's, it's so
1: much lot. to deal with. So it's much a lot to deal of people, and I know, that, I know that people are not speaking of it. I know mm-hmm. people are not speaking of it. It's just become them. So they've just kind of like... So they've stopped fighting. Yeah, we just... Or they play up to it. Yeah, this is who we are and like... "Mm -hmm. Mm. But whilst you're not paying any attention, whilst you're not fighting, if that's the word, Mm. then you're not growing. You're Mm. not moving. You're not raising your raw.
0: Another big part of your life, L, is your children, yes. and you were keen to talk about this off air. Um, and we've we've also briefly touched upon it with regards to your own your own um, family background. Yeah. So, firstly, how old were you be- when you became a dad, and and what effect did it have on you?
1: Seventeen years of age. Wow! And you're forty eight now.
0: Forty eight. Jesus, that is yeah. young. I was yeah. a seal pup. There you go. <laughs>
1: there you go. So, seventeen years of age, um, and actually, again. Um I thought about this when we, you know, mm. obviously then I'm notes and whatever and I thought about this again. Thought about it so many times. And on my website I kind of put the fact that, you know, I had to sort of become a man um. Blah, 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 blah. But I didn't really. I just was like just doing what I do and just keeping it moving. Because I'm in this situation now and like almost how did I get here? But I know how I got there. Mm. But how did I get here? Um and and again, I was quite mature, and I think that's because of the background I've had. I, I had to, I had to be a man. Let's grow up in the quick, house. yeah, like, yeah, let's let's grow quick, up quick, yeah. Which is all the things I'm reflecting on these days, to be honest. Um, so yeah, so I, I actually remember. So, I presented uh the fact that uh, my girlfriend was pregnant to her mum. Mm. Right, and I was quite confident about it. Mm. But I was like... And, and, I, and, I, and I, me and her, I'm really... She's kind of close to me, to my heart, to this very day because mm. she was like, well, okay. She was really nice about it. Mm. Um, you know, we, we had a child. So I remember I worked for Midland Bank because that's one of the first jobs okay. I had, like, after the YTS. And I remember getting a call, like, you know, she's, um, she's having a baby and all that. And I have to leave work and go to a hospital and watch... Was it Whips, or...? Was it Whips? Because they lived in Forest Gate. No, Newham General. Newham General, okay. The Newham General. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so the new Newham General. Went up there, and, and I... I went with one of my friends, but I didn't remember I did that, but he, he reminded me the other day. And we went up there, and I watched a baby being born, mate. At 17. Mm. Now, again, then... Because, remember, I was a man in my house, that mm. in my head mental health in my head I was grown enough to do this Mm. I wasn't ready for none of that Mm. no way no way so I did my best I think I thought that this was making me a man having Mm. a baby um but I definitely didn't understand being um I didn't understand relationships Mm. I'm, I'm still hot potatoes out here, man. I was mm. together, like mm. I'm still going to be out here, but I tried my best. It, it, and, 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 and the relationship was short-lived, but I definitely made a, a conscious decision that regardless of what happens with this relationship, I'm going to support this child, and I suppose the reflection was coming from a situation where and I don't think I said this earlier I don't think none of my friends had dads. Mm. <laughs> Do you know wow. What I mean? Jesus. I think it was one. In your friendship group, how many people was that then? Or your sort of of group of boys? I definitely, because I was speaking about the other day, I think there was about, say out of about seven, Mm. and even my friends that I've met after, Mm. the stats are high, you know, Mm. like maybe one or two. Jesus. Uh, Wow. and, and, And again, that has been portrayed in the media in such a negative aspect, but the stuff that's behind that is about mental health. Mm. It's about socioeconomic mm. situations. It's mm. about immigration. Mm. There's so much to go with it. But yeah, mm. and so so I suppose I just knew that no, I've got to support this mm. young lady. She's 30 now. She lives in Dubai. She's doing quite well. Mm. She's doing her thing or whatever. Mm. And our relationship is like any um relationship, has ups and downs, but I would genuinely say that we get on really mm. well. But that was my first charge from a what they call my first relationship. Mm. And, mm, yeah. and
0: those first few months after you became a dad you know who's the Eldridge we meet here is, is he someone completely different to before he came became a father or as you said you know you still felt like you were out here so
1: yeah I mean definitely there's, there's strands there's strands of I think I think that there were strands of me that are the same mm. like I'm responsible mm. I'm a go getter I don't get fit I don't let things don't really beat me mm that that comes into some mental health stuff Mm. (laughs) like things that really beat me and i'm just gonna resilience Mm -hmm. then and Mm -hmm. all of those words that's who i was then Mm. as a young man because i could have turned my back on that easy Mm. because i didn't know no different and i think there's loads of other people who are having um kids at that age because that's another thing in those community. like there's a lot of teen pregnancies Mm -hmm. and all that and maybe some of those people didn't even last five minutes Mm. let alone 30 odd years to me my daughter um, even the relationship with her mum is still cool. Mm. Um, but I think, they, I think there were certain character traits that I had then that I've brought all the way to now. Mm. But the difference is I've got more information mm. and more knowledge and I'm more, you know, uh, mm. I, I've carried on
0: trying to learn and grow. Mm. And, and talking about you as a father now, so obviously you had your first child when you were 17, so she's now a fully grown woman and, yep. and, and successful in her own right. And, but what kind of father are you? for your for your child then and and your and your your con- right. your your um your children after no, that you no. know what were you or are you someone that you know taught them um that as a man it's okay to show emotion and vulnerability and perhaps help redefine that outdated ideal of masculinity that you experience from people around you
1: so do you know what i read that question the over there and i had to be honest i was like oh mate it's a tough question isn't it no so it's is like, it not I've, yeah yeah, yeah, definitely, it, definitely, yeah. Definitely, definitely definitely you know because i'm gonna be i have to be honest mm. about it and i think that i did the right things so i've got just you know i've got three other children mm-hmm. so i've got son who's 24 mm-hmm. 22 and then a daughter at 13 mm-hmm. right so that's that's four children altogether. um so obviously a new relationship that came along. I'm being. I think I, remember when I was about 22. Mm-hmm. I right? so say five years after, think, whatever the maths is, three, five, five years after, and um, we were together. Had the first baby. We got married and blah blah. Family settings. Mm-hmm. Tick box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I say tick box because I think that's what a lot of people do. They tick boxes. Mm. I don't think they really go into it now what we're going to do. They tick boxes. Uh, like go get married. Got have kids. You got blah blah. Because that's what society mm-hmm. tells you. Now, definitely a provider, been a provider. Um, my, my wife hasn't had to go to the, to, to the working world mm-hmm. because we decided that she was going to do the traditional mm-hmm. bring up the kids role, mm-hmm. which at, at times I complained about because financially, when you work for yourself, mm-hmm. you could do with someone and you hear other people who mm-hmm. Were, mm-hmm. got dual incomes and all mm-hmm. that rest of it. So there was trouble. But I think the farther I am, I think I've shown... I think it's difficult for my kids um, because, because I'm an entrepreneur. I've never done the nine to five. I've never mm. like come in at this time, mm. going off on the train. Mm. I've I've been around. Mm. I've supported them in certain yeah. things. Certain things I've just been more about the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of, in terms of that vulnerability mm. and the new masculinity, I mm. think I'm talking about that now. Mm. I think the pressure from society and my cultural background, I think we play act on what a dad is. So you might be quite strict. Mm. Remember, I didn't grow up with dads, but Mm. you might be strict. You may use a bit of aggression Mm. to manage your situation. Remember, I come from Jamaica, so there's a little bit of... Mm. that goes on. Mm. You don't know what... is, but... Yeah, (laughs) there's all of that. So... uh, To be judged on what you've asked, I think I might not really score quite highly, but I've always tried to show what love I could mm-hmm. and um, because I've kept relationships with, uh, you know, obviously I live in with, 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 with those three guys. If I'm honest, I probably wasn't the best new age dad mm-hmm. but the game isn't over mm-hmm. and this is what I try to show my kids. Like, you have mm-hmm. to keep evolving, you've got to keep on mm-hmm. changing. So um, I, I, I do try my best from what I've learned mm-hmm. but if I'm honest, because it's about being mm-hmm. vulnerable, I think I've kind of picked up learned behaviours so to speak learned behaviours from I don't know what college because no dads were about Mm. so it's almost you pick it up from you work with what you got yeah Yeah. and so you're patching up things together so that's where toxic masculinity is very interesting to me and I don't think enough people because you're just picking up something that you heard about Mm. or you've seen on TV Mm. or and you don't understand how much of an impact that can have Mm. and as I said the Jamaica thing and that strictness Mm. I'm like where did it really come from because them dads weren't about. Mm. So their temporary being about might have been that. But I now look at them as like, you know what, you lot would have stressed out. And you didn't know what you were doing. And you might have had broken relationships. Remember, a lot of people from any immigrant population, they left their dads and parents from a long time ago and had to mm. come here on their own or mm. whatever. Mm so how were they going to show parenting how were they going to show masculinity and all that Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean so you grab from where you can Mm. so I think you know better than some I suppose if this is what we're saying but on an honest one I think that there's still work to do and I think it's an evolution Um, yeah I think Mm. it's an evolution and that's a
0: really honest answer I appreciate that and if there are any sort of new dads or or granddads maybe listen to this podcast because we mentioned off air that you are now a granddad as well um, Mm -hmm. who are struggling with the ups and downs that come with fatherhood and maybe feeling like they're not the best dad or they could be doing more or they could be doing something else what advice would you give to them before the big day happens maybe and even as it's sort of as their fatherhood is Um, progressing
1: first things first um, I think it's important to your relationship with your partner Hmm. I think that still um, women and men, because we're talking about mm-hmm. um, children and stuff, they're still learning from the gram. Mm. They're still learning from the media. Mm. They're still dealing with aesthetics. Mm-hmm. And they're not looking at the, in, you know, the in de- so we look good, so we're going to have a baby, right? Mm. Or you look like Kanye mm. and I look like Kardashian. Mm. We're having babies and that and that's always been the thing because we go to the club or we go wherever mm. and we just look at so there's no nobody's looking at the internals nobody's looking at um, where they came from their vulnerabilities and all that that's, that comes out after mm. so it's like oh shit uh, he's crazy or she's crazy or whatever yeah. so I would say that people need to really check and know their partners man and mm. make a decision when you're ready to have kids sometimes kids just happen because mm. you know but get to know your partners. Mm. And this is for any relationship. Because you know? mm. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm growing on all different aspects of life. Now this is any relationship mm. that people have. You've got to get to know people's past, mm. things that bother them, things that maybe they are in. It's almost going through a therapy session mm. Mm. before you start to commit to create new life. Mm. Because when you create new life, that's a third wheel. Mm. And, and people don't understand that a baby can just like throw up. You don't know why. Mm. Or they can cry all night. Mm. And, they, and so, so that doesn't fit in with your work. Doesn't fit in with your emotions. Doesn't fit in with none of that. So I just think that people just need to, I think if you check that part out and understand that anything goes when you have children. Anything. So even when you want to be the best person and vulnerability and yeah, masculine, mm. and like, yo, when a baby like, poos in its nappy and it goes all the way up to its back Mm. and you don't like the smell of it like Mm. that's going to have an effect on your mental health Mm. Mm. understand in understanding what the real thing is about it's not about getting the latest scoochy shoes for your kid and I think a lot of people are still there Mm. taking pictures of them and all that Mm. the reality is that you've put a new life you put a new life in you don't know what that comes with because anything happens is it's a it's a it's a life form they could have any, anything can happen and not just think, I think I'm so, mindfulness, mm. but I think the relationship and being of an open mind, mm. um, I even know some parents and that all they do is read every single book and journal. And, so they're not even, they're following somebody's theory, mm. but I think human beings have a chance to learn each other and to be open for whatever will come when you open up and having your family Our final
0: topic of conversation, l, and it's one that I have with all my special guests is a general natter about our mental health. So,
1: firstly, how would you say your mental health is at the moment, mate? Um. Again, when you have to reflect on these things, um, I think it's sound. I think I think I overthink. Mm-hmm. I overthink, and I think I get anxious.
0: You get anxious about overthinking, and then I get, you, yeah. I get
1: anxious about overthinking. I get anxious about things mm. but I didn't realise that this was over. I knew they, was were, over- they were it's a thing. thing Yeah, there you go Yeah, <laughs> there you go I didn't know they mm. were a thing mm. but I know I felt them and um oh exactly the same exactly yeah. the same yeah but this is where I come down I think I was talking about labelling mm. sometimes we can label these things and then we've got there's got to be that's the label so this is this and that's that and that's that mm. but it can be helpful mm. it could be helpful if you take it in your stride and stuff like that as a, as a business person, I thought about this question, as a business person, it helps sometimes to... Be more like measured in making a decision, if that makes me- sense? Me- measured, but you have to overthink, you have to think about things in a certain way, mm. because you have to... Is the, say, the consequences. Yeah, yeah, Is that the product? Yeah, 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 yeah. That the product? Yeah. That's the market. What's the pricing? So mm. yeah, there's mm. a lot of thinking involved. But when you start overthinking until you don't actually do something, then it becomes Then it
0: becomes but, bad. Then it becomes. Yeah, 100%. Um,
1: I remember a lot of the time when I used to travel, and I used to do business, when I would, like packed up my stock and going to go to the airport, mm. and when I wouldn't, I don't sleep well because mm. I'm anxious, but I didn't know it was anxiety. Mm. I didn't put a label on it, but I always, it's a pattern. It wasn't until I got home and stock was there and da da, da, da. But, um, and then you know I've had a few things um, happen. You know, family I, I had a bereavement. My mum passed, mm-hmm. yeah, recently. So there was. Things that I was okay with in terms of my mum, but there was things that my family, my siblings, which I spoke about earlier in the pod, like I wasn't really happy with some of the, the, the behaviours and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I realised that I was... Um, that was really repeating thoughts...
0: We about. sort of reverting back to previous behaviours and, and yeah, sort of things and like, from the past. What, and stuff yeah, like nothing
1: about the whys why did this mm. happen and, 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 and I know I'm this person. I know I'm this person. I know my intention for make, making mm. this move. So why did they behave like that? Mm. And I expected them to be like that. So you start to just so so what I found is there was a lot of kind of repeating. At a certain time of the morning, I'll get up, sleep. Mm. I don't not sleep, but I'll get up and then there'll be an hour that I'm just like, re- like things are just repeating themselves. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And again, once upon a time, before you just get on with everything, everything's just accepted. Mm. But now you're looking at mental health, hold on a minute, no, no, no. I don't like this because why am I taking up this time thinking about this that there's no answer to? Mm. So it's going round and round and round. I'll be honest, I've never, ever, ever felt like suicidal or mm-hmm. da 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 mm-hmm everything's just spectrum but but, but mm. i've definitely so this is going away a bit from the broom, but i've definitely i definitely have an issue with where i came from and how comes like i'm all i'm all right mm. a bit financially a bit you know mm. and like why do i still want more mm. like why do i still want to meet new people why do mm. i still want to it's not about money for me but why do i want to that I can do this why, mm. why am I still going mm. and, and I see other people just clearly have stagnated mm. I started to like, I've read a few things mm-hmm. about things so the um, that kind of guilty kind of feeling and or survivor's like, guilt survivor's guilt. guilt yeah I, know I get that a little things. bit as well yeah I know these are things but it, it, but I had to I think I read it in in, in, in the Lenny Henry book mm-hmm. the other day and I was like yo like if I'm to reflect and be vulnerable yeah, this is happening to me. Mm. And as I said, since I... I'm doing a bit of therapy now. Mm. Same. Yeah, I'm doing a bit of therapy, but, to, but that's massive to me. Mm. Because I'm like, really? Mm. But no, yeah, really. Because if you, if you Eldridge, you've gone along and saying you're doing this work. And you've gone along and you've seen the statistics. So if there's something bothering you, we talked about earlier, right? Like this spectrum, like... I don't feel like I, there's any mental um, hospital that, that needs to get a bed ready for me anytime soon. Mm. But I do know that... You need there's some help. Thoughts. Yeah, you need Yeah, there's help. thoughts that I'm having that I just want to talk to somebody. Mm. Mm. And I think, I've because of my brain, mm. I, I already know what I want them to do for me. Mm. But when you get there, you know that you know there's different mechanisms. Mm. So that's something, that's your fault. Mm. That that I've gone there. <laughs> <laughs> no, because all this talk of mental health and that, then my reflection on it, I'm like, yeah, but I'll take you, some
0: credit for it then. Go, then you yeah, get no, it no
1: that's it good. Out. I go to the chiropractor. I went to uh, a chiropodist mm. the other day. You go, you have a sports massage, all that sports sort of stuff. Standard. Yeah. I'm adding that to the to the portfolio, mate. Mm. And and I want to say it like that, yeah. Mm. But thank you for that sort of ish because. Mm. I had to start to think mm. about it and mm. be honest. I'm like, be honest then. And then do it like that. Put mm. in a portfolio of works. Keep the whole thing working. What age do you think you were when you first
0: realised that you were having these feelings inside your mind and they weren't physical feelings, do you think?
1: I've always had them. Okay. I've always had thoughts. So there was no pim-
0: there was no age you pinpointed and it went, No, nah, because, rah.
1: and the reason why I'm saying it like that is because, because of, the boring. I was saying. Mm. I keep saying because of how I grew up. There's no time to mm. be reflecting on nothing. Mm. As I said, like things that some of the highlights, some things that happened when I was coming up. When, as I said to you earlier, when I, when I, when I listen to people and people's situations, I almost want to say, "That's light work, mate. That's mm. light like, done that long time ago," and and I'm still here. Mm. But then you really. But think then you that, get into that. No, stop no. comparing yourself. Look, yeah, 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 you have to. One, yeah. th- you can't compare. So Trauma unfair. comparison, almost. Yes, unfair, yeah, and that's unfair. But I'm just saying that you look deeper and say, well, if that did, if you did go through that, and you never ever thought about it again, or you never ever spoke to anybody, mm-hmm. there could be other stuff that you that, that, that that's going on. Mm-hmm. So th- there's so so there's nothing wrong. That if you, you don't have to make it extreme, just make it natural, man, mm-hmm. and go and have a mm-hmm. chat. Mm. You know and what, I mean? what, what apart from
0: therapy um, mm. what tool them, tools and methods do you use in your own life to improve your mental health which ones have you found that have worked and which ones have you tried but maybe haven't found, um, found that worked I
1: don't know about tools I mean I, I could be anything it could I be think, hobbies it could be I go to the yeah. gym okay. I go to the gym um, but not to like get muscular but I just go to the gym and that's a toxic masculinity the, issue we could yeah. do a whole other podcast yeah, on yeah. yeah yeah. so I don't do all of that but I just you know I just go because I find there I'm gonna say it like this: the voices stop there, mm. and even the voices for my entrepreneur because that's another thing. Mm. My entrepreneur, my off. Ideas mm. are the levels of my ideas. I don't want to use the word crazy, but are <laughs> crazy. I always think about things: how mm. I can create this? How can to do? This? Mm. But as I as I get older, I'm like, is a problem? <laughs> because yeah, this mm. can go into being mm. a major problem as yeah. you get older. And the body slows down, and the thing, and, and things change. And I've seen this through. I bring my dad in a little bit. I my dad's seventy eight now, mm. entrepreneurial kind mm. of mind and whatever. And I think he's, I think he's, me, I he's from the background mm. that I spoke about. i never, I don't ever think he's spoken to anyone about anything what's mm. going on inside. But when I look at him now, you know, there, there's there's question marks about dementia and this mm. and that. But I'm going to just take it to simple mental health when you are. Incoherent mm-hmm. with what your thoughts are saying and what you can actually do. Mm. So I'm looking at it now being at the kind of 48 that listen, man, this mental health shit is serious and mm. things what may have worked for you and made you a great entrepreneur and make this money, blah, 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 mm. they can go another curve mm-hmm. and just become a problem. So mm. when everybody just wants to sit down and eat dinner, you're looking at like, yeah, if I sold those 12 plates to that person over there, then I can make this. Mm. But yo. This is slow down. Time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we talked briefly about books as well and, mm. and, and, and sort of self-help or otherwise, but which ones have you found that really spoke to you and which ones have, have helped you with your mental health?
1: Um, I've read loads of self-development books, like loads of them. Started with The Investment Wise, Rich mm. Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, Guess those are more think, practical, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, um, how to win friends and influence people, mm-hmm. the four-hour Week, mm-hmm. and all of that. I've got, uh, I've got a shelf, and sometimes I look at it and say, "Really?" Oh, like mm. hundreds of books mm. now, mm. yeah, that I've read. But le- recently, I have read um, um, the Lenny Henry book. Mm. Who am I? Who am I now? Who His autobiography. It's or... not even an autobiography. He's smart because he's only taken it from he's sort of seven, sixteen, seventeen. Up to 1980. Okay, so he set you up for the, for next, the next one. one. Yeah, good. Smart. Good, 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 stuff. But 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 that book is about his identity and I'm, my point I'm making why I enjoyed it. Very simple. He's got a few comics in there mm. or whatever, and um, he's I think Lenny Henry's about 60 or 61 now mm. and he's doing all this diversity work mm. and whatever, whatever. And he um, was the
0: diversity back then. He was the only one. or right, one of the only
1: ones, right? But what he's saying is mental health again. Going to bring it into context. I, I'm 60 odd, and I know that in the media, TV, media, blah blah blah, the industry, there's not enough representation. Mm. Um, when I was 15, 16, 17, he was in the black and white minstrel show as a black man. And you can read it in his book, like, he hasn't reconciled that all now. Mm he talks very much about his Jamaican background mm. and he's... And he's very he's, proud of that. He's, been, he's used it in his sketches. All he's all always... Way. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it was like, he also, it, it, when you read it, there was a time when he used it so that white people could laugh at him. Yeah, so he could feel... As, a way, of get, as a way of getting ahead, maybe, and yeah. also yeah. as a way of... And probably. there was other... And he talks yeah. about other people. So, so, again, I'm not overlaid am not over... But I'm saying if, if, if these are people in, 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 in um, prominent positions that if these things weren't a problem or issue, why would he write about it? Mm. You know, and, it, and it's taken to 2019-20 for you to be able to write about it and get it published and get a readership. Mm. Um, and then there's the other book, which was, um, was Reni Ido Lodge. Mm-hmm. And her one was, Why Am I No Longer Talking to White People About Oh,
0: yes, 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 yeah. I am re- I'm yeah. I know the book. I haven't read it. I actually right. do need to read that book.
1: Right. So, so, so that was just... That's just a book. And that's just really... All the, both of those this topic is another podcast mm. if anybody cares <laughs> but <laughs> but when i read that it was a very um concise mm-hmm. universal way mm. expl- and a catchy title mm. um, again and it ends a
0: title that can put people
1: off to be honest yeah, it because it opens up the vulnerability it, mm. it, it, it makes it, people feel it, uncomfortable because, uh, yeah, as well yeah Because you have to be open and say, well, no, I'm not like that. But then even when you say, no, I'm not like that, you'll say something that proves that, oh, Mm. oh well. But I just liked it because, again, for me, 48, blah, 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 blah. all the stuff I've talked about earlier, like we're at a time now that people are putting together, publishers and and, and the like are are, are taking on these titles and and sharing them as a universal story. And to me, as I said, it's just a version of how uh, people can feel That can have interruptions with their mental health. Mm. Toxic
0: masculinity is something that we try and break down a lot on this pod, and it's something that I'm sure you do in your work as well. Firstly, what does it mean to you, and how
1: do we tackle it? Yeah, it's a struggle, mate. It's a struggle, it's a struggle because I think I keep shifting with because the more you think about it. And the more people talk about it, they take it into all different it's the and places, it? Yeah. yeah so I spoke about it once, and a friend of mine he replied he replied and I turned it into I think it's on this I think it's on the website and he just said that he said that some things that men do have benefited societies, families and so mm. on and so forth, and he said that he you know we shouldn't because all this uproar is going on, we shouldn't mm. oversee those parts, those mm. positive mm. traits of men, mm. now and over the years. Um, but the, but the, the, toxicity, the toxicity is what we've kind of covered in little parts, mm. is when people are being, f- like images are being pushed up, like so so in your face, that you don't even have a choice, mm. and they're not really, what am I going to get out of doing this or being mm. this? Um, I have always talk about, like in, 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 in terms of like that toxic masculinity, I think young people, younger men are affected um, by, more it's, it's a, it's a, by yeah it. influence. Yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. a form of stereotyping, isn't mm. it? Mm. It's a form of stereotyping. So you can even break it into you can break it into um, um, parts. So I'm to go back down to my old thing. Is like top boy,
0: mm.
1: right? We could get excited. That environment is toxic
0: masculinity when you right. think about it. Right, violence. You know the yeah. need to be the be the best. Yeah, and the and the best means dealing the most drugs or yeah. being feared. or... Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So 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 because that's now gone universal now. So like so we can talk about it. Mm. That's a, like a, a, that thing or the football hooligan. Mm or the or the East Dent like you know Phil Mitchell wonder, mm, or the like, mm. you know, sexual
0: show as well right. how many girls you've been with yeah how, setting, they yeah. say beat yeah. now beat, yeah. Like, yeah, I beat a, I'd hate that it's a violent term like, when you think I about beat it her,
1: like, yeah. when my son first came with that and I saw him writing a little text mm. and whatever I said okay I took his phone and I said okay so yeah I, I, is it a, we what did he say yeah can we beat I said that doesn't make sense mm. But I, I, I ridiculed him, mm. in, not ridiculed him in a bad way, mm. in a family mm. setting. Mm. You exposed took. it? Yeah, yeah. Well. I took it and said, like, come on, man, what is this? Beat. But, but the, the problem is is that these, they carry. Women mm. use some of the, but like, it, it just carries. Mm. So the toxicity is, to, all right, I think I'm going to say this, toxicity is toxicity, mm. regardless of mm. where it comes mm. from. Mm. Because if we get too caught up in a toxic male, then men argue with men, and it's just mm. it's more fighting. Mm. So I think we just have to try and live a more clean. Do you think it's important? Feel- that, do you no, think it's
0: important no. that we we challenge each other on this, though?
1: I think it's a good conversation, mm. but I think as the conversation keeps going, it keeps growing. Mm. As it keeps going, it keeps growing because you may come at it from something that bothered you or um, something yes and then I said top boy for example Mm. because I'm I've got a kind of affiliation to how young men from the streets and this is not black anymore this Mm. is all this is all races yeah yeah that's where the things come Mm. one time it would be my problem in like a sort of Afro-Caribbean community that's not that anymore no I've had excellent point if I'm allowed Mm. to share Mm. it I had a guy come around to fix a bike fix a boiler Mm. in, in one of my properties and he said oh, I'm not, uh, not being funny, mate. So when someone says, I'm not oh, being funny, funny mate, <laughs> it's going to always end up being something on PC, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. But he told me that, yeah, like my son, I'm from Scotland, or i from Scotland, and I live in Harlow now, or whatever, and then my son just comes saying, yeah, blood, yeah, blood. and like, yeah, blood, this, blood, that, like, mm. that, I can't understand it, because like, and he was say he's not black <laughs> mm. but
0: that's but he's got the affiliation got of affiliation. lexicon with race right
1: yeah so so for me now again i'm sitting here having this conversation and saying like look where the, look at the world what the world's become so now this young boy he doesn't want to have a he don't want to talk to his dad and talk to him with mm. all this mm. talk mm. and his dad just can't understand it that's toxic because that's mm. not helping the family mm. dynamic that's and that's, that's an authority on, issue yeah, as well, you know, I wouldn't, always, I wouldn't yeah. talk to my parents like that, right. exactly. but that's what's happening, mm. I could look at like, yeah, well look, mm. you see where it is now, mm. but because I'm a wide thinking person, I'm just saying that, they, that's what I say, so we must have the conversations, we, because all conversations are important, because you get all different perspectives, mm. people come together, mm. um, but I think that you. I, I also. I did a podcast with this guy from New Jersey, and, he, and he's saying that there's men who are like just like saying how great that like the toxic masculinity actually great in terms of they're saying, well, we're men, and why should we have to discuss mm. how we are? And, mm. But those men, if you have got them sitting down, like if there, they got one on one, one on one.
0: When you put into a group, then that, no, that, that. pack attitude and mentality Hi. changes. Gang, yeah,
1: gang, gang, gang. Do you know what I mean? So, 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 so my point is it's important to discuss it. I don't think there's any right or wrong in it because there's certain men who have used certain characteristics of, of what we may, may put in with the alpha, the, and it's worked for them. Mm. So why now are you going to tell me that that's wrong kind, mm. of, kind mm. of thing? But then there's another thing for a more, a more modern day time and it's, and it's very labelling and it's very damaging because the world's changed. Mm. So some of that behaviour doesn't even work. Mm.
0: And just finally, um, uh, what, why do you think men have struggled to open up until fairly recently? And more, I think more important question is, what more do we have to do to ensure men from all backgrounds feel safe and comfortable in talking and opening up about their mental health? Whether it's an issue and or a long-term condition mm. or just their general mental mm. health.
1: Uh, why? Why? What? The first one was why have mm. fear? Mm. Fear, yeah. False evidence appearing real. Mm. Fear, because you're not. your the expectation mm. is that you just got to be big and bold and mm. thing and da da da. And if you don't feel like that inside, in your uncle and your brother and, and the TV and the mm. images are saying mm. that like you're too scared to start talking mm. out. Um, what can we do? We can encourage, um, we can encourage, I, I think it's happening, mm. but I think we've got to be careful how it's happening because I'm a businessman and I, so at the end of the day there's, you, some people could be doing it to monetize the situation, mm. some people could be doing it as a, as a trend, trend and all as that sort of a, stuff, as a trend. yeah. yeah. There's a, people come from the therapeutic side there's a sexuality side which mm-hmm. is emerging which I'm, qu- I'm quite interested in actually mm-hmm. and I didn't know I would
0: be there's a homeopathy side as well so people talking about medicines and all that sort of stuff so and the yoga side right. and, and that not, not be for everyone I think right. a lot of the time in the mental health community sometimes I see those approaches and it's, and it's, it's good for someone but if you're talking to a working class man mm-hmm. or you're talking to a working class woman or, or any or other people that don't fit into mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. idea of and they could be middle class and whatever. I'm yeah, not, I don't yeah, want to make any yeah, assumptions, but yeah. they not might find that yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. They might not find that helps. Yeah. But it's important to say it's important to say that this is a method that might not work for everyone, right. but it's
1: a method. A method. So I think that what's important is that we just kind of get more open with different ways of people expressing themselves, and it doesn't. You know, if people earn money out of it, good on them. If they don't, good on them. But let's just. Let people feel, encourage people to feel, empower people to feel that these conversations could go out. Work that you're doing, the work that people are doing, more people just talk. But don't, if you put too, if the label's too hard. Don't force too, it. Yeah. Then you're going to just get people moving the other way. Mm. And then you're going to get complexity. Mm. And the complexity is going to go back mm. to what, mm. frustration and confusion mm. and mental health. Get I always again.
0: say, when you're ready, you're ready. Yeah, right. and then come to me and talk yeah, about right. it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's a that, therapist. Yeah, more yeah, more yeah, importantly, yeah, yeah, But that's that's what it is. That's what it is. I think it's just got to be more relaxed and more, you know, widely spoken about, and and people have got to be up for disagreement, because being up for disagreement is opening up the dialogue.
0: Well, I think that's all we've got time for on this edition of the Just Checking In podcast. L, thank you so much for being my special guest on this edition's pod and for checking with me. Hope you've enjoyed it, mate. As always, thank you to all the vendors who tuned in. Remember, if you like what you've heard, please give us a share on all the usual social media channels. Tell your friends or work colleagues about it or if you feeling really generous, write us a review on iTunes. We hope to check in again very soon. Remember, it's always okay to vent.